Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, everyone, welcome to a special Tuesday night episode of Loud Pedal Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark Griswold, with my trusty co-host, The Mouth, Brian Hustlinger. What's up? And tonight, our very first super late model guest. We have a special guest for you, driver of the 119, Brian Bernheiser. Welcome to the show, Brian. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess, uh, well, actually, first, how, how are you feeling? I know... Uh, you know, last April you took a nasty wreck at Williams Grove. So, are you fully healed, ready to go? Um, about as probably as good as I'm gonna get. Uh, I <laughs> feel great. Uh, other than you know a little loss of mobility from the spinal fusion I had to get, um, I otherwise <laughs> feel fantastic. I do still have a little bit of strength to gain back. I'm not a hundred percent in that regard. I put on a little slab sitting in a recliner for six months, but other than that, I'm in good shape. That's that's good. Uh, you'll be starting off your season in April? Um, technically, March. Uh, we're going to try to practice okay. at the end of March, you know, weather dependent. Um, snow right. and cold is never fun with racing. No. Or injuries. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. So uh, I said, or injuries. Once you have an injury, yeah, the cold's yeah. Never, Hopefully, never there's fun. none of that this year. <laughs> um, now, balance a, a race schedule, and and I know you guys are are building laser chassis as well. Is it hard to balance between the two, or or not really? Um, it actually is. You, you know, we get questions all the time of why aren't we in Florida? Why didn't we go to this big show, that big show, you know, pick a place. Um, and that's why we can, you know, we're a family business. The three most important people here are myself, the driver of the car and fabricator, my dad, the owner of the company and our truck driver and my brother who runs the fab or the body shop. And he's the crew chief. So, unfortunately, we can't be in two places at once. So, we generally right. have to stick to, you know, just the northeast region for the most part. And every now and again, we'll sneak away for a big show. Now, are you running What's for it? points anywhere this year? Yeah, so this year, um, Sealands Grove Speedway is having a full season with good point fund and i've won the points championship there once before and we our current intentions is to do that again this year um everything's always in flux though you know if the beginning of the year goes terrible we might change plans in a hurry but for right now that that is our primary intention what's the average uh, amount of chassis you guys build in a year 
probably 20 to 30. Uh, that okay. has tapered off a little bit in the last couple of years, um, mostly because we've been trying to not do as many. You know, one of our strong points is an emphasis on quality, you know, making sure everything's perfect. And that's really hard to do when you're just, when you're banging out stuff left and right, building as fast as you can. Now, you guys are building late model chassis and modified chassis? So we do offer a modified chassis. Uh, we have really shied away from those over the years for a number of reasons. You know, one is they're just not popular in our area. Uh, right. That it doesn't make sense for us to build them when we're not even capable of running them locally. Um, two, they just they're kind of a pain in the butt to deal with, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, I mean, you're taking a junkyard chassis or junkyard frame, which is rusty, probably bent, and throwing tubing around. And it is just an enormous hassle. We, we don't like doing it. Um, so, yeah, we had built my dad a, an EMOD to race back in 2017, I believe, and he ran that for a couple of years. And interestingly, he didn't like it either. He absolutely hated driving the thing, and that that was kind of the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> now, um, uh, is there any uh, big late model races out there that you haven't won that you would like to, you know, park it in victory lane? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of them. Um, the first one that jumps into my mind in particular is the big Labor Day race at the end of the year at Bedford Speedway. Um, okay. I had that one two years ago. There was 12 laps to go, and I had him licked. I mean, I just had to hang on to the finish. And we actually had a blower control arm fail and took it away from oh, him, man. which was just super disappointing. I mean, it's, it is horrible to even think about right now. But, you know, one day maybe maybe we'll get another shot at it. Now, uh, one of the one of the questions that we like to ask all of our guests, uh, whether they're a driver, official, owner, whatever it may be, uh, you're Mount Rushmore Racing. Uh, who's your four drivers? It could be any class, any uh, living or deceased. Who are your four drivers on your Mount Rushmore Racing? Oh my! <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we like to put people on the spot. <laughs> yeah, we love it. We love it. So I don't know if I can come up with four. Let's see what I can do here. All right. So I'd say number one would be a guy like Rick Eckert. He has okay. had a ton, of, a ton of success. He's a really good driver and a nice guy. And he drives clean. And that unfortunately seems to be really rare these days sure does and, and most, most yeah. people with speed are also jerks for lack of a better term <laughs> and so I, I i really appreciate that and i i try to do the same and i'm sure there are lots of drivers that would disagree but you know <laughs> that's a, another story um oh boy three more 
any class. Any yeah, class. Sure so this isn't a driver in particular, but all the top level sprint car drivers, holy cow, those guys are nuts. I Oh yeah, I mean for sure. we're 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 late model people, okay? So you know, we're not big into sprint cars. That said, they are a treat to watch. I mean, I'm not yes. one for watching races on TV. Like, if I'm not participating, I generally don't care that much. But, man, <laughs> you watch those those front-runner sprint car guys slide jobbing, running three wide, splitting lap cars. I mean, just full-on crazy mode. They are exciting to watch. And, I mean, they are just a different level of driver. <laughs> Yes, they are. All right, you got you got like two more. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, you pick you pick like all right every sprint car driver. Okay, I mean we yeah. could do it like a nice I, thing I, and one of the things. Entire class. <laughs> I think, yeah, it, it, the entire, that's new. Fix the entire class of sprint cars, which got all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Man. How about somebody from NASCAR or Formula One, dirt, uh, Northeast Dirt Modifies, anything, anybody like that sticks out to your mind, in your mind? Man, I got smoke coming out my ears. I'm thinking so hard. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we, we go through it on a daily basis. Yeah, this, this is definitely not something I ever think about. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't know if I have another two I could think of. Uh, like a Bill Moyer, <laughs> Scott Twist. Um, you, you want us to pick for you? I mean, we could do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like Brandon Shepard or. No, on a Mount Rushmore? No. <laughs> God, no, Bill Moyer, uh, Kenny Brightbill. Well, he, he's in the National Dirt. Hall of Fame, third late model Hall of Fame. I did think of one. I'd probably get in trouble if I didn't mention how much I admire the great Jimmy Bernheisel. Oh, there well, you I go. Just, I just always yes, strive I... to be like him. <laughs> yeah, you probably would get in trouble if you didn't mention him. I know. He probably should have been. He probably should have been your first pick. Your first I'm pick. just going to throw like, that out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm probably going to anyway. Jimmy, yeah, he should be. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> Jimmy Bernheisel, number one. <laughs> And so, guys um, yeah. so uh, uh, I'm a I'm a Bridgeport regular. I go to Bridgeport, you know, quite often. Um, and I do believe you won there on the big track, correct? Yes, I was actually the last late model to win on the big track before they reconfigured the whole place. And was that the the three for all weekend when they had the super lates, the 360 sprints, and the small block modifieds? Yep, that is correct. Yeah, I was there for that show, I do believe. Um, so, I, no, go ahead. I, I always enjoyed racing there. I'm actually, I'm a little disappointed they got rid of the big track. Um, I, I'm looking forward to trying the new configuration. I have not yet been there. Um, but yeah, that, that place was always really fun to drive at. How fast were you guys going down those long straightaways there at the old 5.8s? I honestly don't know. What's interesting about that place is the straightaways really weren't that long 
you know, compared to some of, you know, our half-mile tracks around here. But the corners were humongous sweeping corners. I mean, you just, you wouldn't lift. You just flat-footed the whole way around. It was pretty wild. Did you want to know how fast you were going or no? (laughs) I I do not, no. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Change your mind about that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, you guys, I'd I'd imagine you guys were going. Um, uh, I mean, I think the 410s were averaging like 140 around there when they <laughs> raced back in yeah, like I mean, 2012-ish. I, so I'd, I'd imagine you guys weren't far into off. Into the hundreds for sure. Oh yeah, yeah probably absolutely. 120, 130. That's a that's insane. I, how many how many horsepower is a super late model? I mean, depending on where exactly you got your motor and what configuration. I mean, you're looking at like 850 horses. And, I mean, that's, that's all naturally aspirated too, which is pretty impressive. Wow! I mean, wow. Are they? Are they? Is it a small block engine? Yeah. Yeah. Predominantly, wow. late mile guys run small block VAs. A few guys try big block stuff, but generally, that that extra rotating weight doesn't translate well. Yeah, cause a little bit of a push in the corners, yeah. especially on a tight track. Yeah, and you get the spool up. I mean, it's almost like a, a turbo diesel. You hit the gas and wait for everything to catch up. <laughs> if you could pick uh, a series to race in late model-wise, if you could, which which one would you pick? Um, If money wasn't an option... Scheduling yeah, I mean, wasn't an option. Like you just, you had all the money you needed. Your yeah, schedule yeah, was freed up. You could yeah, be wherever you I, needed. I, I didn't have to build race cars anymore. No, I don't didn't have to build, build race, race cars. You race. Unless you wreck right. one. You race. Unless you, yeah, then you're going to have to build your own stuff. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, for sure, Outlaws or Lucas would be the obvious choice, but which of the two, I, I don't know. That's, That'd be an interesting choice because, I mean, they both travel all over the place and they're both mm-hmm. full of good drivers. It's not like one would be easier than the other. Um, I feel like I would tend to lean toward the outlaws. I'm not even really does, sure Does one why. pay better than the other? Does one pay better than the other or are they both pretty similar when payouts? I think they're both pretty... Pretty close. Regard. I, I could be wrong. I mean, that's not something I follow super closely, but I, I think they're pretty similar. Why would you pick the world of outlaws over Lucas Oil? What like for what what draws you to the world of outlaw circuit rather more than Lucas Oil? Probably because I'm just a little more familiar with them. They come okay. to our region okay. more often, so you know for just throughout the year shows that we're capable of going to. Um, I've probably run with them far more than I have uh, Lucas. Okay. So I just kind of, I know them. I know some of the guys know how their program works. Yeah. You're now with the, with them, then. yeah. Now with, with us, with super late models, are, are they similar to sprint cars to where basically the rules are pretty much the same from, one sanctioning body to the next 
unlike our beloved Northeast Dirt Modifieds, that every sanctioned body has different motor rules, different tire <laughs> rules. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, so that has, I believe we are better about that. Um, and we've actually been working on making that better. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the issues for a little while now has been, you know, droop rules, uh, things of that nature were not the same between Lucas Outlaws and your local weekly track. And that really made for a crap show of people either needing different cars, you know, to be competitive or going up to a local race with their cheated up series car or or vice (laughs) versa. And it just, it really made a mess of things. And Mm -hmm. this year, Lucas and Outlaws and some local tracks already have tried to um, standardize some of those rules. So they're all going to be checking the same thing, all do it the same way. So that should hopefully be a lot better this year. Now, when you uh, when you race locally, um, is qualifying the same where you got three cars at a time out on the track to qualifying? Um, so for local racing, we typically don't ever do time trials. Okay. Um, they'll do the old school pill draw, heat race, be main if needed feature. Um, the exceptions to that would be there, we have quite a few regional series around here. Um, which they would run time trials. So I'm specifically talking like standard weekly, you know, no frills show. And they, they, yeah, they normally don't do time trials. Now, do you prefer time trials over pill draw? Um, I, they each have their pros and cons. Um, I actually, this might sound weird, and I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me, but I enjoy a pill draw when you draw really deep and you can just kind of shrug your shoulders and, well, can't get any worse from here. I mean, True. I, I don't know. I kind of enjoy the the challenge and the unknowns of a pill draw. I mean, you draw bad, okay, let's see what we can do. Whereas with time trials, you know you need to qualify good. And then you do it, and you just you kind of end up riding around where you timed. It sort of takes the fun out of it, to be honest. I agree. But uh, so the, I, the oh, go ahead, time, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, you, with the time trials, you're not you're getting totally shafted by starting in the back and just praying you don't get crashed in the second lap of the heat. So. Oh, by somebody trying to win it on the first lap. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah, like said, there's they, a lot they of all that. Have their pros and cons. Uh, is there any favorite track that you like to race at? So, that's not a fair question for any driver because it's obviously no, going to be the one they run good at. <laughs> <laughs> um, that said, I, as I mentioned before, I did run for points before at Sealands Grove and I basically grew up driving there and mm. I've always loved the big half mile tracks uh, my dad Jim Bernheis was a contrast he likes small tracks with bumping and banging and rubbing um, 
So, but I like the big tracks. I've really grown accustomed to them. I feel like it gives you more respect because you're going faster. You know, there's. Oh yeah. I mean, if you wreck, you're going to wreck hard. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, you are. There's generally, aside from that, nobody really touches each other, and I don't know. I kind of find that enjoyable that I can just race and not worry about it turning into a demo derby. Um, but as for smaller tracks, I really enjoy Lincoln Speedway. Always run really good there. Unfortunately, in my opinion, they don't run late models there enough. It's predominantly a sprint car track. Yep. But yeah, those those be probably my two favorite local places. Well, I think uh, I think once you run Bridgeport, it's going to become one of your your favorites. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you how much racing you've watched at the new facility, but uh, I think you guys are going to put on a great show there. I'm looking forward to it. That's a four tenths mile, correct? Yeah. Um, it, it's yes, yes, and no. It depends on where you measure it. If you, uh, when we had well, Doug yeah. Rose on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your middle, when high, we, low, whatever. Yeah, when we had Doug Rose on, he said the outside line measures four tenths, but the inside measures three eighths. Okay. So, yeah, so interestingly, um, right before they reconfigured that place, and I don't think we had me personally had yet heard rumblings about any of that happening. I just for fun drew up a track. I thought, you know, if I ever owned a place, this is what I would want it to be. And I I drew and measured and factored and figured, and I decided the best track size would be a four-tenths mile. And then they went and reconfigured Bridgeport to be a four-tenths mile. So I am actually really excited to try it. It, from the pictures and videos I've seen, it looks like it's banked awesome and really racy. Yeah, I I really want to go back and see if I'm as good on that track as I was on the five eights. Uh, June seventeenth, I believe, Orange County Fair Speedway is hosting the World of Outlaw Late Model Series. Any chance that you might be there? Um, so we really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might be a potential scheduling conflict with running for points at Sealance Grove, as I okay. recall, without looking it up. But um, so last year, you know, after I got hurt, my very first race back was at Orange County, and I set fast time. There you go. In time trials, which I mean, I didn't. Even oh, boo! I, I just <laughs> I just wanted to make it around the track. I wasn't even trying to go fast. So we really want to go back, you know, when I'm actually in better, better. shape and yep. yeah, better mental state, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, we'd like to go. It's that's kind of up in the air, unfortunately. Okay. All right. If you go, let me know. I'll go because you're going. <laughs> All righty. Uh, um, so, where where will the uh, the, the two seater? car be this year because i'm trying to i'm trying to catch a ride in the passenger seat oh yeah you have for a whole race (laughs) so i don't know that we have any dates scheduled yet and i could be wrong uh my dad would know that way better than i would um typically we kind of plan this stuff on short notice because it really depends on how our racing schedule is going, 
what tracks are interested in doing it, yada, yada, yada. Um, we try to post it like on our website, Facebook, things like that, at least a month beforehand, and then kind of first come, first serve. Uh, but as of right now, I don't think anything is officially scheduled yet. Let me put it that way. All right. Well, if I talk to Doug Rose at Bridgeport and get him to say, yeah, let's let's do it, I call dibs on first ride. <laughs> you, you start waving no, you, money around and we'll, we'll give you a Yeah, ride. yeah, there you go. You can be anything you want, Mike. You can, Mike, you can be in a first, second, fourth, and fifth ride if you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's great. All right, Brian. Well, we uh, we truly appreciate you coming on here and spending some time with us. Uh, before we let you go, is there anybody you'd like to thank? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have a ton of great sponsors. Um, I, it'd be hard to name them all, but um, we'll at least get some of the major ones. Box Potato Chips, they've, they've sponsored us for quite a number of years now, and they're really good guys, good to deal with. Also, Countryside Fuel and Gas, Pioneer Pole Buildings, uh, Ruskill Roof and Siding, uh, Tools, etc. And obviously, the Laser Chassis and Burnhouse Race Racecars. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my family, both my parents and my brother helping on the race car and you know, letting me do this sport. And I, I know how blessed I am to be able to do this. Some people only wish they could drive a race car. And then obviously yeah. to my wife and kids, uh, you know, great support. My daughter doesn't really care for racing too much, but man, my son is ate up with anything with wheels on it. So <laughs> he, he, he sure enjoys it. That's awesome. Well, like I said, Brian, we appreciate you coming on. We wish you the best of luck going forward this season. And uh, I'll catch up with you at Bridgeport later this year. Yeah, right. feel better too. Sounds good. I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully, this is a good, strong year for us. No more injuries, and see you guys at the track. All right. All good right. Thanks, to you. Thanks, guys. See you. That was driver of the 119 Super Lake model, Brian Bernheiser. Nice guy. Laid back. Nice guy. I've seen him race before. I've seen him live at Seals Grove. Guy's pretty good. Yeah, I was there for the, the – the Bridgeport called it the free-for-all, and it was always like the uh, – it was always around like – I think it was always the day before 4th of July, so it was always like July 3rd. Okay. And uh, it was it was always super late models, 360 uh, sprint cars, and small blocks all together. It was a pretty good show. Usually not a very strong car count. But well, oh, what, the, what, the super lates? Yeah, I think like 16 cars there or something. Yeah. Even with the small blocks. Yeah. Well, you got bigger bunny races going on here and there and this, that. You know, maybe some guys are just taking a break saying taking a break. Yeah, it was always because it's the middle of the summer. A lot of people take vacations for 4th of July and all that. So, but no, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the super late models. Uh, I I I watch them. Yeah, I get to watch them, you know, once a year usually. At uh, Georgetown, yeah, they, I could because on a good show. I could, I could, because uh, with Orange County being dirt affiliated or 
whatever. They're bringing back some of the WRG stuff, like the World of Outlaw Sprints and the late models and all that stuff. Are the World Outlaw Sprint cars coming to Orange County? I don't. I, you know, I don't know. I think they might be done there for a while. I'm not 100 percent sure. I have to look at the them schedule. Or... They, they normally don't like those big. Them? They normally don't like those big tracks. No. Half nope. mile usually is, you know, Eldora is usually the biggest. I, yeah, I always catch you a big girl. Yeah, she is a big girl. Big old dusty girl. Yeah, it was good. So April, so the first month, like the April second show, the Elite Series show at Orange County should be good. Usually the track, like last year, was very good early in the year. Obviously, well, so we'll see. You know, oh, you know yeah. how it is with when, you know how it is with dirt yeah, the moisture in the summer because yeah. you got the sun beating the hell out of it. So you know yeah, yeah. those guys, those guys, you know those guys work their asses off to try to to do their best. Yeah, they do. Just, they do absolutely. I, it's, it's just, just it's a, it's, it's really it's no well it really it needs to be a seven day a week thing you know that track needs to be if you want a perfect track it needs yeah, to be worked so, on every day yeah, yeah every, every day, day. just till it and soak it too so yeah, yeah, yeah. Jobs. well Brett Hearn should get out there and work on it every day yeah there you go get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, how many times have you worked on your car, Brett, uh, in your 85-year career? None. All right, so I thought. <laughs> somebody, somebody, uh, what, was it me and you were talking that the, somebody was trying to uh, cover the racetrack like uh, like a baseball yes. field? Um, Reading Fairgrounds used to do it. That's I, right. it was, yeah, I think it was Reading used to do it. And then they moved their shows to start at nighttime. They wouldn't race in the daytime, like even, not even heat races. Hmm. Interesting. Because um, they wanted the moisture to stay in the track. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Reading Fairgrounds that used to put tarps down somebody, in the daytime. Somebody suggested, like at Orange County, if somebody to pull it off have the funds, it would be obviously Chris Larson to cover right. a track like that. So he said, "Well, why why don't why do the whole track just the, the turns to like cover the turns?" Yeah, but you still kick up a good bit of dust on the straightaway too. I mean, absolutely, yeah, because you're tra- Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how the hell that would work. What, would you pull over the whole infield and shit? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't see the benefits of it. And who cares about baseball anyway? You know what I mean? So, what'd you think about the Sunshine Swing Short Track Super Series last weekend? I caught, I caught the heats the first night. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty racy." Guys coming from deep in the field and getting like uh, redraw spots, wins. <clears throat> um, Thursday, I heard it was a snoozer. A track got locked down. It was, it was freight train was racing, terrible. and then terrible. Friday, Friday, I got to I got to watch, and I, I I thought it was I thought it was a pretty decent race. Yeah, I watched Thursday, Friday. I was saying the same thing. Thursday, the racing was great. Um, that especially that feature was amazing with you know Shepard and Pouch Junior yeah. and Mareska. Yeah, Mareska. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the racing was great. You know, poor Mareska got taken out there by a lap car, and I think, uh, but uh, I guess that's part of racing. Uh, Thursday night. Yeah. That was, Thursday night. 
Yeah, Thursday night was boring. You know, the track just locked down one lane, couldn't yeah. do anything. If you moved up, you, it was you're going to be you're like toast. Get, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like getting hung out the dry in, a, in the draft at Daytona. Like, you're going to get freight trained. Yeah. So, yeah, you're yeah, sitting there with your good. blinker on. Somebody let me in. <laughs> yeah, the only the only way you were passing somebody is if they had a their, their car was a little tight in the corner and they couldn't hold it on the bottom. That was the only way you were getting around somebody. Uh, then Friday night I missed. Saturday, uh, you know, obviously. Yeah, right you're going to find out. I thought Friday was a decent race. I, I it was. I got the bolt. I got to see the midgets from Bubba's, and then I missed the first seven laps of the feature. I was like, "All right, cool. I get to see most of it." I thought it was a decent race. I mean, congratulations to Maresca winning his first uh, short track super series uh, win. So good for him. It was. It was all right. It was decent. Some of the restarts that they let go, in my opinion, were like kind of horrible, but they were oh, consistent. I agree. You know, I agree. Yep, I agree. They let them, but they let them all go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I thought yep. a couple like really no. I, I said this is getting caught, and they didn't call them back. It's so like uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, apparently, the crate sportsman class is a bunch of yeah. fucking cheaters. <laughs> yeah, like all of them got disqualified. Every winner, every winner got disqualified. <laughs> Somebody was joking. It's like they all pull in the last lap so they don't have to get teched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude, that's, that just blows I, my mind. And it makes you think, like, insane. how many at your local tracks are illegal? Everybody's been saying, look, I'm all for playing in the gray area. Let's push the gray area as far as you can. But I, I guess these guys just, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Pulling, the, the, uh, one, just, the, one, the one guy, his whole his motor is illegal. Yeah, like the whole thing. The whole thing. It's like, why did you show up? Yeah, yeah. yeah why did Why did you drive sixteen hours to Florida with an illegal car? Oh, it was. Wasn't it every winner got nailed? Yeah, every winner got disqualified. So, like, they 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 are not. It seems like at least down there they are not playing around with tech on the the six those two guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing Brett's gonna. Enforce that all year on the series with the 602 guys. I, I, he, at this point, he has to because he's seen how many people are cheating. I, yeah, they all have the same motor, and it's like you get stuck. I mean, I get yeah. it. You need a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I Hey, whatever. Yeah, everyone's looking for that advantage. An to edge. Get that, an edge. The, yeah. the little, little extra horsepower here, you know, or whatever. But it's crate racing. More. You know what I mean? Like... There's not going to yeah. be that much of an edge. Your edge is going to be in your setup. That's what I, I agree with you on that. It's it's the same thing with the spec small blocks. If they're all the same, why is he faster? Because his setup. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, like a man. Even at the local tracks, I know I know here in Orange County uh, with the 602 crates, it's been a lot of crying for uh, this one's cheating, that one's cheating. And so I, it's not just going on in the series. It's, I think it's probably going on all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, here's, here's an interesting question. Now, Brett's going to crack down on his series. Will he do the same thing, crack down at Utica, Rome, and Fonda? Um, I, I mean, uh, one would hope. Right? If you're going to stay consistent here, why not be consistent there? Yeah, one one hope. Now, is he is is he gonna crack down extra hard on these elite races that pay a lot more money? Like is he extra, crack, extra hard? 
Is he going to crack down on the modifieds too for the elite series? No, no. Uh, my answer to that question is well, <laughs> no. My answer to that is absolutely no. <laughs> I mean, you would yeah, think you would. I mean, that's a lot of money. Now you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You can't touch a certain car on the Halbar sponsored Elite Series. Yes, yes. No, you just he, don't worry he about actually, it. We're, he actually, we're pulling two, three, and four. He actually put a different sponsor on the car so that yeah, it doesn't look as obvious. Right, right. Then they, oh yeah, it's like you just peel it off like um like bad guys <laughs> do in the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to get away, also they pull it off. It's a different vehicle. That's what he does, and it goes back to his normal 44. It's like a chameleon car. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to that elite race at Cherokee Speedway. I think that's going to be a. I think it's going to draw a lot of cars. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's going to be a good race because the racing. If I don't know if you've watched any videos from Cherokee, but the racing there it looks pretty. Yeah, it's it really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when the modifieds were there two years ago, or whatever it was, the racing was really good. But they ran sail panels then. Yeah, I think they're just going what uh, windows. Yeah, windows. Uh, I'm looking forward to whole. I'm looking forward to this whole year. To be honest with you, Mike, especially in the short track, all of it because everybody's up in their pay, and there's new guys like Gouler's going to take a shot at the dirt uh, series and that. So. It's, it's going to be a pretty exciting year. I agree. I agree. And the racing it, it, so it's, far has been pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on down at Volusia right now because they're not using race monitor tonight. Uh, and not for nothing, it's just not a dig, but still look very uncharacteristic, characteristic down at Alltech. That he did. I don't know if it was a new car or trying to shake it down. It did. It's just uh, like what the hell's going? I even said what the hell's going on with him. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look he, too. And Shepard's besides Shepard's win had a, what a seventh and an eighth, so he kind of got like locked down back in there, and that's pretty much where he stayed. Yeah, well, the Friday night, uh, he broke the rear end. Oh, he did. Yeah, he broke the rear end, so he was just kind of hanging on to whatever he could get. Yeah, I mean, Billy Pouch Jr. looked really, really strong. Maresca looked good. Unfortunately, with that um, uh, that little run-in with uh, was it Lombardo? I think was the lap car. He looked pretty good. Larry yeah. Larry White looked very. He looked like the class very consistent. Got a win. Yeah. So yeah, it was I pretty agree. interesting. It was pretty interesting. It was different. Yeah. But was, yeah. I'm was... I'm glad they're uh, back at all. I'm glad they're back at all tech speedway yeah. though, or raceway because I don't like Bubba's. Like I watched the midgets race. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched the midgets Saturday night when uh, the Mondays got rained out and one Bubba's is, I think is too big for the midgets. Uh, the race. I don't yeah. think, I don't think the race was all that good. Yeah. There's just something about Bubba's that I just, I just don't like the track. I don't know. I, like I said before, I can't pinpoint it. I can't put my finger on it, but you there's just, just like something. It. I just don't like it. Just doesn't give you a good is. vibe. You're like, no, go it, away. It, it no. I'd much rather see the midgets go down farther and race at East Bay. I think they put on a great show there. A third mile yeah, track. That's a, neat, that's a neat little, that seems to be a pretty cool, uh, cool little track there. 
Yeah, I yeah, do because how it sweeps and stuff. Yeah, I think that I think that'd be pretty badass to be honest with you. Yeah, I would like to see him go down there. Bubbles is just too, I think, too big. Midgets don't aren't supposed to be on big tracks. No, but they do it outdoor though. I, I, I that's part of the. the yeah, but yeah, but that's like a big prestigious. Once in a while. That's like their Daytona. Yeah, that's their super speedway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they belong on like quarters, quarters, uh, quarters. Even, it, yeah, well, I mean, what's what's Paragon? Paragon. Three quarter, right? something like that, or a big quarter. Oh, is it? Oh, damn! I didn't know, realize I, it was that small. I I could be wrong. I could be totally yeah. wrong. But that's a they put on a good show. show. Yeah, yeah, they put on a really good show there. How big is Lawrenceburgs? I think they were pretty badass there too. Four tenths. Is it four tenths? So there yeah. you go. It's the banking. The banking's what makes them put on a yeah, good show there. They, yeah, they could just like throw that song yeah. bitch in there and go. Uh, they uh, race a Coco. They race a Kokomo. I believe so. I think so. That's they that's probably a put on a good show mile. there. Yeah, it's a quarter mile. Yeah. Uh, Bloomington, I think, is a little smallish, like a big quarter, something like that. Those all those tracks out in Indiana just look like badass. I want to go see them all. Yeah, me too. We gotta go to Indiana Speed I Week. I would love. I I'd like to do a Sprint Week, but whatever. It is what it is. Indiana Sprint Week. What do you say? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be hell yeah. yeah oh hell yeah. Be, Absolutely. Yeah, that would be badass. That would be badass. All right, so tonight yeah. tonight kicks off Volusia. Tonight kicks off Volusia, and like I said, they're not using race monitor tonight for whatever reason. I found that and out had- from uh, from Justin Harris. He made a post about it. So they end uh, what Saturday's the last night. Yeah, I think so. All right, I'm I'm making my prediction. Williamson gets his first Gator. Williamson? Yeah, he, he was takes fat, the whole he was, series. He uh-huh. was fast and he was fast laps. He hasn't taken that series. I I'm 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 picking our Canadian friend there to to do it. And I say he wins at Cherokee, the first elite series. That's race number one, right? And I say he comes and takes the twenty five grand at uh, Cherokee Speedway. There. Damn. I said it. I went there. I went there. He said it. I said it. Georgetown, Damn. I don't know. Because I don't Georgetown. think he's ever been to Georgetown. So, I, I obviously, I would pick Billy Jr., Shepard, uh, Stu, of course. Uh, Billy Jr. Down there. Billy Jr., I'll tell you right now, Billy Jr. is going to be tough to beat everywhere he goes this year. Yep. I, dude, I think he's going to. He's on a mission. I swear. I, yeah, is. I agree with you. He's. I think he's just going to be like have one of those like career years. Like, yeah, he's going to have one of those Kyle Larson years. Like, someone pissed him off. Yep, and, and he's going to go on a tear. Yep, I agree. I yep. agree with you. I agree with you. I really do. I'm. I'm surprised he didn't win one of those races down at Alltech. I he mean, was he was close. there. He was there all yeah. three nights. I don't yeah, think he, he finished that, outside the top three. He had a shit restart a Friday night, and I don't, I, I don't know where the hell he wound up. Four. He had a shit restart Friday night, and then that kind of took him out of uh, any contention. But he's he looked good though. Other than that, yeah, he um, 
He looked really good. He was he was moving. I don't think I don't remember what his finishes were, but I don't know if he finished outside the top three or top five. I don't think so either. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't think so either. So that that's making a statement right there. It's like, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice when you get to run illegal heads, you know, you know, you get a little yeah. bit of an advantage. But here we go, <laughs> here we go, and here we go <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, that's what happened to the motor. It was the night one of the six hundred two crates. They bought it off that team. Oh, they bought it off. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rick Colston. Yep. We didn't know what was in it. I love that. Like you're gonna buy uh, everyone. Five, you're gonna buy a used motor and you're not gonna look over it just to make sure. You own yeah, that you're, thing. You're telling me so you don't want to know? Come on. Yeah. Everyone Come has on. everyone has the same excuse. I bought uh, it off someone we didn't or, know. Or, or, yeah, or quote unquote borrowed. I'm looking yeah. over that for my own yeah. for my own sanity. Yeah, it's yeah, come on, just, I, just 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 to own it. We try, we try. Yeah, just own it. Oh, yeah. Just say we tried. We wanted to try something different. We didn't know you couldn't run a four ten sprint motor in this class, so we tried. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we, <laughs> Brett said no. Right. Crazy. <laughs> so that so for now on. Unfortunately, he didn't say no till after we lapped the whole field seven times and won yeah, the race. Including our, yeah, including ourselves, we won by like forty-five minutes. Yeah. So now, uh, so the new rule moving forward is if uh, you have to leave your four ten sprint motor at the front desk. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Are you not going to be allowed? Nope. I, uh, I mean, try not to make it look too obvious, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I think some of the guys were failing for like little shit, like yeah, uh, I think rock arms or valves yeah, and this. Like I think some guy failed for like a spring or some shit, or yeah, I don't know. Like so, some of it was like dumb stuff, and I think that truly was people just trying to gain an edge yeah. in the gray area. Yeah, but the one guy, the first, what was it? The first sight? My God. Yeah. That was like that was everything. <laughs> if they if they drop your oil pan in post race inspection, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if they start removing the body from the car, yeah, you're you're gonna get caught. <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> they just strip the car and down. It, to and it's a young it was a, it was a young kid that drives the car. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, Did I feel so. Everybody's like, oh, I feel so bad for the for the driver, blah, blah, blah. He's so young. But, yeah, okay, I feel bad. But what if he knew, too? What so, if he knew what motor was in there? Or just told him if they ask you, just here's your answers. Yeah, yeah, like they Joe biden him. Right. Well, I'll circle back to that. <laughs> yeah. They gave him some, some uh, cards to read off, just like Joe Biden. You know, can't oh, we got on his own. Nope. Yeah, and you can't. It, well, you can barely read the cards in front of them. <laughs> God. Um, we have big news. Last week's we? episode. Yeah, oh, last yeah. week's episode. Thanks to all you listeners, and thank you so much. Hit over two thousand listens. Our most listened to episode. Yeah. Uh, so thank you all, and thank you to everybody who's shared it. 
and pass the word on. We appreciate that. And hopefully yeah. we keep going with numbers like that or close, whatever. Yeah, we're, we're averaging. Uh, so we've done five shows. This will be our sixth show of the season. So, so far this season, we're averaging almost 900 listeners in, per episode, which is That's amazing. insane. That's insane. I remember when, when we started, when we started, we were, we were happy when 10 people listened. Yeah. And then it grew to 11, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like 100 then, listens for us back when we started was like a big deal. Now we're, yeah, we're, and, we're uh, just. Ryan Godown was our first person to hit 100 listens. Uh, we were ecstatic. Oh, static. And then he ended up hitting, he kept going. He hit like 400 or 500. Yeah. And then we had Billy Jr. come on and he, he hit 500, 600, something like that. And then we had Matt Shepard come on and he hit 700. Yeah. Then Dale and then Chamberlain. Then Dale, right yeah, Dale. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, we've, we've slowly been growing and growing yeah. and growing. So now we do appreciate all the listens. Yeah. We all the shares. That. All the all the page mentions people give us on Facebook. Yeah, that's really cool, guys. That's really yeah. cool. So, so if, somebody's, Jay, if if somebody's in a super late model group and they want to share this in a super late model group, that'd be yeah, awesome. don't be scared. Yeah, don't be scared. And tell your friends, so, your family. So Jim or Jay has to listen to the Rocky Warner episode at least to set him ahead at least another fifteen hundred times. Yeah, yeah, he does. So I, I told him if he did that, we give him a decal. That's it. Okay, that's fine. That's all. Yeah, that's all it's worth. Let's uh, let's go ahead and run a contest for the Elite Series race to Cherokee. When is that? Next week? Two weeks? Next weekend. Next weekend. Friday, Saturday. Uh, qualifying's Friday night. Race is Saturday. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, you want to run a contest? You said. All right, go ahead. You want to do top three? One winner. One winner takes all. What are we so, doing away? So, and here's how we'll do it. If there's multiple answers that are the same, we'll put your name in one of those randomizers and pick one winner. Oh, oh yeah, that's so, right. You got that technology. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, so if, like, six people pick the same top three and it's the winning top three, we'll put your name in a randomizer, and uh, that's how we'll pick the winner. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and throw up a t-shirt. Yeah, throw a t-shirt? Yep. I got group decal. I'm out of loud pedal decals until I get, we get the new batch, which will be soon, I hope. All right, you want to put a t-shirt? Are right, you going in order, random, or any order, exact order? In exact order, top three. All right, I'll throw, if somebody gets two out of three... I'll throw in I'll throw in a couple of our group decals, WTF We the Fans decals for a runner up thing. Okay. All right. Winner take all for the t shirt. Yeah. Oh multiple and, multiple right answers get you into the uh in the randomizer to pick to pick. And picks have to be in before the start of the feature Saturday. Yes, before that green drops. And if you pick it, you get to win a day to hang out with Nick Sandone III and do a yeah. paint-by-number of him with him. That's it. He's going to want you to draw him like one of his French girls. Yes. Yeah. And his uh, – wait till you see – yeah, his cats. 
I just, no, I, I don't. You'll mm-hmm. never be the same. Let's put it that way. Actually, you know, we'll bolt. So for the winner, what we'll do is we'll bolt a passenger seat into Nick Sandone's race car, and we'll let the winner drive Nick Sandone around in his own race car. Yes, there it is. But he gets to he gets to control the pa- no. no. No, Nick has to be a passenger. Nick has to be, a, has passenger. To be a passenger. Yes. So that's what you win. That's what you win. And before the start of the and feature, a t-shirt. Saturday. And, and a, a t-shirt. t-shirt. Yes, and a t-shirt. And you'll be and one you up win, on. You'll be yeah, one up on Nick win, because he only has the old t-shirt. He doesn't have the new stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can sit there and throw it out right in his face too. Why don't you throw some uh, peanut M&Ms at him, too? Just just add insult to injury. And, and it, when you drive Nick around and you win, now you become a full-time driver. There you go. So, Boom. I mean, you got a lot riding on this. This is a big competition here. Huge. Huge. Pick, pick smart. Yeah. I calculate pick, it. Pick. Use algorithms. I don't care what you get. Just do what you got to do. Yep. Do your research. You know, yeah, yep. big, big, big opportunity uh, here for someone. Kidding for me? Fans. I wish we, me and Mike wish we could play in our own contest. Yeah, I mean, I may throw a, a top three out there just for shits and giggles. Yes, there you go. Yeah, you know what? Me and Mike will get on just to see, just just to do it. Yeah, just to do it. Hmm. All right. What do you say? Oh, next week. Really cool guest. I don't Ricky remember his name. Oh yeah, Richard Tobias. I keep Tobias. forgetting. I keep forgetting week to week who our guest is. I think it's from the concussion I had. It could be. It's in appointments. I'm going to blame it on that, anyways. That sounds great to me. I'm just going to say because I'm 48 and then you know I'm getting old. Yeah. So that'll work yeah. for me. All right, kids. That's it for this week. Until next time, I'm Michael Clark Griswold with my co-host, the mouth, Brian Hustlinger, and you have been Black Flag. Shut the f- up!